0: Hey Holly,
1: hey Dave.
0: Welcome to the "What Difference Does It Make" podcast.
1: So happy to be back, back in 2021 and in 1984.
0: We like living in the past, apparently. Yeah, so the uh,
1: basis for this podcast.
0: It is, um, which uh, you should follow us on social media because uh, this might be your first time listening to "What Difference Does It Make." If it is, welcome. And to learn more, Holly, where where can they find
1: us? Well, you can go to our website where you can find all of our episodes at WDDIM Podcast. And you can check us out on Facebook because we post some really fun stuff. And that is uh, What Difference Does It Make Podcast or WDDIM Podcast on Instagram, Twitter. You can find us on YouTube. You can find some behind the scenes stuff there. So check us out. And if you feel so inclined, we'd love a review. We really want to know what you like and don't like. So please, please, please let us know.
0: Yes, give a listen. Let us know what you think, as we did last year, back in that whatever that year was that that year that shall not be named. We talked about 1983 for the first part of the new year, and then we went into interviews and talked to, uh, talked with various people. And now we're gonna, I think, we're gonna pretty much do this this same format in 2021. Yeah,
1: I well. I really missed. I well, I loved all our interviews, and it, it turned out to be a really fun year in interviews for the "What Difference Does It Make" podcast. I kind of missed talking about uh, the pop culture and and the music of K Rock, uh, the Rock of the '80s. So I'm I'm kind of looking forward to getting back to that.
0: As kind of a primer, we we talk about the year and then we um just what was going on in our lives and pop culture wise in 1984, and then we will look at the K Rock. 106.7 songs from that year and kind of uh knock take a, them apart t- take them apart yeah really take them apart put them back together 10 song chunks uh per episode uh and uh that that's kind of fun as well uh, and it should be uh should be a great year cuz 1984 was spectacular
1: Yes, it was. It was spectacular in, in music, of course, but uh, it was kind of fun. This gave us the opportunity to look back at some like TV, other music that we might not talk about on a regular basis and uh, some events that happened. And uh, yeah. so I'm kind of really looking forward to talking about some of this stuff.
0: Dare I say that 1984 was the greatest year ever in music. Go ahead. Challenge me on that. Can't come up with another okay. year.
1: You, uh, no, wait, we will. we?
0: Hold on, before you render a decision, let's talk about 1984, and then you could say, "Dave, you're right. 1984 pretty much was the greatest year yeah. ever." Or, you know what? I really enjoyed the year 1999 when corn was taking over, and uh, you know that uh, that rap metal scene was uh, that was that was the peak. We had Insync, we had Corn, the we had Limp Biscuit. We had the uh, destruction at Woodstock; those were those were good times. Instead of 1984, when we had the Summer Olympics and Michael Jackson and Lionel Richie and uh, Band Aid and so much other stuff that happened. And so, let's get into it, all right? Before you render wait, wait. your decision, don't wait me. Come on.
1: <laughs> I'm not. I'm not rendering a decision. I will okay. not render a decision. Okay. But I am going to point out sunglasses at night. <laughs>
0: Corey Hart, Is that why? One of your favorites? Why are we pointing out? That's the first song that comes to mind for 1984. Sunglasses at night.
1: <laughs> no, I actually had forgotten about the song, and I'm not. I, I'm. am I'm, I'm neutral on the song, but I'm not saying that it's. Uh, it's not up in my favorites. So I'm so. confused
0: already. Why would you even bring it up? We're talking about best of, and you brought out a m- mediocre song for you, which yeah, is a perfectly fine you talking,
1: song. You were talking about my decision and how great 1984 is. Well, I agree it's great. I also wanted to point out the stuff that maybe we didn't love as much as Band-Aid or, or Two Tribes.
0: All right. <laughs> First of all...
1: How about, how about Missing You? How about John Wayne?
0: Those were all beautiful songs. Okay. Great, great music. All right.
1: Yeah, I'm neutral. <laughs>
0: Uh, So my job is to convince you that 1984 was the greatest year. All right. So first of all, let's start with January 2nd. All right. After New Year's, um, this woman takes over a show as host of WLS's TV's AM Chicago show. Do we know who this woman is who took over and would would soon launch a nationally syndicated show? And it all started in the beginning of January 1984. That
1: was Oprah Winfrey. Oh, Oprah, of course. Of, and then she took over the world.
0: Yes, this was her. This was her entry first in Chicago, and then took over the world. You know who else started in 1984? TV uh, show host Alex Trebek. Alex. All right. So you know, TV is
1: absolutely worth celebrating.
0: You know what else debuted in 1984? TV wise.
1: Uh oh, TV wise.
0: <laughs> We're talking Miami Vice. ER, who's the boss? Murder she wrote. Punky Brewster. Show? Well, we don't talk about the Cosby show.
1: Yeah, but you know, we are talking 1984, so we have to be.
0: All right. Back in 1984, we love Bill Cosby. He's TV's dad. Now he's TV's creep or he's, a, <laughs> yeah, he's everybody's he, creep. He's everybody's no, creep. He's TV's creep. But back in the day, yeah. So, that was a that was a very good time, 1984. I, I know I wore shoes without socks. And uh, had my, my little, uh, my jacket rolled up and, uh, you know, sunglasses and wore my floral clothes. Looked mighty fine, if I do say so myself.
1: Uh, Yeah. I, you know what? <laughs> when 1984 actually started the menswear movement for, for women. So like blazers. Was
0: that the shoulder pads?
1: pads? I love that stuff. Uh, there were still shoulder pads in, in 1984. Yeah. Like blazers and, you know, like pleated pan like menswear which I
0: okay really liked so kind of like the diane keaton look from uh from annie hall yes, but that was annie night- Hall, but that was 77 i believe so it finally caught on worldwide she's, she's in 84 she was so kind of a it, it was an androgynous look and that uh might have been part of uh you know because of boy george and uh annie lennox these were these were artists that uh, kind of set the fashion trends,
1: yeah, a little think, androgynous yeah, a look little bit, yeah. a little bit later. And you're right I, I, Annie Hall being nineteen seventy seven she was definitely a pie, way before her time.
0: Oh, still is
1: and way off yeah, oh, yeah. Exactly. we
0: still, We still love Diane Keaton. She is a wackadoodle, but we still love her.
1: <laughs> we do. She's a fabulous actress, and she was she's just, don't don't bad mouth Diane Keaton. I will not. But wait a second. So I, sorry, I want to go back to TV because you You, were talking about all the shows. But we had some good shows that ended in 1984. Sorry, I'm taking you back.
0: That's uh, fine. No, no, we're going all over the place. So you, I'm following you. Go ahead.
1: Okay. Did Happy Days ended in 1984?
0: Thankfully. Yes. (laughs) I mean, these shows had their run, and they were. uh, It was time to say goodbye.
1: Well, Happy Days jumped the shark. They were original. They were the original.
0: Yeah, that was something.
1: The Three's Company ended in
0: 1984. Also, uh, remember the shows That's Incredible and Real People? Yes,
1: I do.
0: Those, yeah, that was Real People. That was Those were the original reality shows. These were yeah. real people doing incredible things. That's Incredibly Real People. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at the top shows in 1984. You think you can name any of them? uh You've already mentioned one of them. It was a Mm -hmm. debut show, featuring uh, Rudy Theo.
1: Oh, the Cosby Show. (laughs) Okay,
0: so the top shows in number (laughs) uh, from ten to one. Number ten, Cagney and Lacey. Number nine, Knots Landing. These nighttime dramas, yeah, these were huge. Murder, she wrote. Angela Lansbury, Simon and Simon, The A Team, Family Ties. Sixty Minutes. Number three is The Cosby Show. Number two and number one are two nighttime dramas. Can you name either one of those? They both start with D's.
1: No, were they doctor or uh, were they medical dramas? Or no, these dramas.
0: No, these were just rich people doing rich people things. Dynasty. Dynasty was number one, and number <laughs> Dallas. and Dallas was number two. Yeah. Yeah, That's what that. people love. So back before we discovered how much we love CSI and, uh, you know, all the all those shows, it was the nighttime soaps that took over.
1: So, and also in looking at that list, do you notice there were only three networks?
0: Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, of course. It's very fine. There's still some shows. We're still like, as I look at the uh, 16 through 30, there were shows that I thought were long gone, but we're still around. Like uh, number 27 was Alice. And uh, (laughs) number twenty-four is the Facts of Life. Oh yeah! Number nineteen, The Jeffersons. Number seventeen, The Love Boat. Still going strong. How about that?
1: The Love
0: Boat. Yeah, yeah. Some other great, great shows. I mean, you know, Uh, if you love the A Team, you were probably watching The Fall Guy. If you like Murder She Wrote, you would love Scarecrow and Mrs. King. (laughs) Good stuff. Webster was also on there. Number twenty-six. Adorable Emmanuel Lewis, good stuff. Good, good stuff. Doesn't get much better.
1: Uh, Mac ran an ad only once. It's 1984 ad. Do you remember it?
0: Oh, of course. I mean, it's talked about still to this day. I think it was yeah, just their introduction to the Macintosh computer, kind of a dystopian viewpoint, and you know, it was 1984. So you know, let's let's cash in on this this book that everyone's yeah. talking about which really didn't come into fruition until 2020. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: And then it came in with a, with a bang.
0: Yeah. Right. Oh, do you know who directed that by the way, that commercial? Who? That was Ridley Scott. So yeah. So you know, which, which movies uh, Ridley Scott directed, which kind of reflected that. on the uh, kind of made sense after looking at this dystopian view of the world from this uh, Macintosh computer. Uh, he directed alien and blade runner and, uh, and gladiator you know, he also did *Thelma and Louise*. He's been around and uh, kind of created a, a moment in 1984.
1: You know, more recently, he directed *The Martian*.
0: Very good. So, yeah, he's <laughs> he's still directing. And uh, so, speaking of sports, there was also uh, the the Olympic Games in 1984 in Los Angeles. Did you go to anything?
1: I did not go to anything. Did you?
0: What? Uh, yes, I went to the opening ceremonies. I believe you I. Did? S- yeah. I think I saw a volleyball competition. I can't remember. I think that might have been it. I might have seen something else. But yeah, those were the two. Of course, I remember the opening ceremonies.
1: That was downtown at the sports arena, right?
0: That was at the Coliseum.
1: Coliseum, uh, which is next door to the sports arena. Right.
0: Because that was also the place of the 1932 Olympics. Yes. Yeah. That's why it was made. It was made for the Coliseum was built for the 1932 Olympics.
1: That I did not know. And still stands to this day. (laughs) The main thing I remember about the 1984 Olympics in preparation, we were warned about the traffic and how crazy the city was going to be, you know, how how much more packed. Uh, and I, I don't really remember it. I, I think we were led to believe it was going to be worse than it was.
0: Yes, everyone panicked, as one does, and everyone <laughs> left town. And we had the, yep. the most perfect traffic ever. It was uh, it was a wonderful time to, to drive the freeways. To drive of, in L.A. Yeah. If you had to pick one time, that would be the time to drive in. Well, actually, uh, 2020 would have been a good time, like March in 2020, late March. It's a good time to, to get somewhere you need to go. Yeah, we haven't seen those. Uh, those days are pretty much long gone. The traffic's actually ba- it's back to where it was. Not back to where it was, but still.
1: No, not nearly where it
0: was. Man, there's still people out there, I guess. But
1: (laughs) (laughs) Where the hell are they going?
0: Uh, Hopefully home. Go home. Can't go to the movies. Yeah. And that leads to my segue. What was the top movie of 1984? Give me. Do tell. Go ahead. Go ahead. See if you can name some of the top movies from 1984. I'll give you a couple hints. One is now a, a TV show that's uh, debuting its third season soon because it's come back. So what, what movie would that be?
1: That would be The Karate Kid.
0: Correct. Yes, that was number five. Made $90 million in 1984. That's, uh, that's a lot of money for 1984. It is. It is. another um, una- Elizabeth Shue. Yeah, there's another one coming back. Yeah, uh, that's right. Elizabeth Shue, who's, who's in The Boys dystopian view change. of the world <laughs> just kind of a crazy view of the world but in a funny and weird way if you like smashing heads you'll love the boys so yes that was one or that was actually karate kid was number five number 10 splash you remember that Hannah. okay number nine star trek three the search for spock which i don't think i was I, not a trekkie i don't think i saw that one i saw one and two and four I can't remember. Four
1: was the whale one. Four was, was the whale. Yeah, it was like the, the
0: Yeah. Well, it appealed to me. I saw that. Then we got uh Romancing the Stone. Remember that?
1: <laughs> Kirk, uh, Kirk Doug- Michael Douglas and and Kathleen Kathleen Turner. Turner
0: who's got a deeper voice than me.
1: She has the best voice. And she does. It's a good She's voice. Sexy.
0: Okay, so then uh Footloose. There was a remake of that. That was uh which was still not as good as yeah. uh as the original. You ever do your angry dance, Kevin Bacon, where he's he's frustrated and he goes into the the shed and and does an angry dance? That was done in Flashdance as well, I think.
2: Yeah, I still no, love
0: I still my, love the angry dance. It's my favorite.
1: Do you do one? <laughs>
0: oh, all the time. I just get so frustrated. Go in the garage and do my angry dance. Just jump on the furniture and do flips, stuff. I you,
1: think all my dancing looks angry. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Hey, you found the what difference does it make podcast we're gonna take a break right now and we'll be right back fire it up again you've got the what difference does make podcast Uh, number six police academy the first of 58 police academy movies good stuff number five with karate kid number four gremlins good movie number three indiana jones and the temple of doom not a great movie but still Uh, number two ghostbusters great movie also coming back, there's gonna be a Ghostbusters I hopefully in the new year. We'll Another see. One? Yeah. Um yes.
1: You have a lot of opinions. What the hell was the number one movie?
0: Um, okay. It stars um a guy from Saturday Night Live and his sidekick, who was from Fast Times at Ridgemont High, he was an outsider who came to a new city and took it over and turned it upside down with his Unique ways of uh, solving crimes. He had a very funny laugh. He put a <laughs> banana in a tailpipe.
1: Oh, Eddie Murphy, Beverly Hills Cop.
0: There we go. Ah, it's like pulling teeth with you. Uh,
1: oh, I. That, those are some of my favorites. I, they they don't hold up though, well, do they?
0: Oh, still no. That that holds up.
1: I mean, for for, for us, yeah, I'll laugh every time. But for our kids, but
0: I our don't kids? know. You think? I don't think so. What do they think of Eddie Murphy? I mean, he's Shrek. That's what, probably what your kids think of him.
1: Exactly, yes. And yes, we have seen Shrek before you asked me. We've seen every Shrek 20 times.
0: Okay, very good. Before you <laughs>
1: accuse me, I'm not showing my kids any oh, movies.
0: well, I will. Uh, made $234 million. Pretty good. Yeah, Pretty good. a lot of money. They took all the money, considering that Karate Kid made $90 million. Beverly Hills, like everyone, saw Beverly Hills. I think I saw it. Two or three times in the theater, something like that. How much would you pay for a movie in nineteen eighty four?
1: Nineteen eighty four, I might have paid.
0: This is just the average price. Four dollars. You would pay two dollars and fifty cents. Wow! That was the average price, so you might have paid a little bit more
1: in In Los Los Angeles. Angeles, Usually, you
0: might have yeah, we might have paid four bucks possibly.
1: And for but maybe for a matinee, we would have paid like three twenty five
0: probably less yeah it's good Can good you stuff yeah well now we pay uh yeah now we pay uh 10 what what's netflix like 12, 12 bucks a month oh. for, yeah. <laughs> so
1: okay but think about this so okay 1984 i was working in retail i was working at camp beverly hills we were in college sure well, yeah i know in college and i was making
0: i was making 335
1: Ooh. 335 then went up to 385 an hour and then i remember going up to 425 an hour and nice yeah you right. we were paying that for a movie so oh, the yeah. movie was one hour's worth of work
0: yeah i know it, well no they take out your taxes so you have to work two hours
1: <laughs> to see a movie you're yeah. right. and at, we loved our movie we would go to multiple movies in a weekend
0: well they showed double features still i think back then i, I Not, believe there were some theaters that were yeah still showed double features
1: Yeah. Well, shout out to the Pepper Tree 3 in Northridge. (laughs) That's where I used to see double features. Nice. Um,
0: (laughs) Do you know which one uh, best movie that year?
1: Oh, no. Do tell.
0: That was Amadeus.
1: Oh, Amadeus. One One of
0: my favorites. Best original song went to, this was in the movie Woman in Red. And I think it hit number one. And it's sung by.
1: It's not Lady in Red.
0: Woman in Red is the name of the is the name of the movie, not the name of the song. I know you're going to say Krista yeah. Berg, who sings Lady in Red, but this was uh, from the movie Woman in Red. I believe Gene Wilder was in it, and yes. it's sung by Mr. Stevie Wonder, and I believe it went to number one, and it's the worst song ever.
1: I can't even. You're going to have to play a clip of it.
0: <laughs> well, I can't play a clip of it, but uh, the song is called <laughs> "I Just Called to Say I Love You." Yes. Yeah.
1: Although you say it's the worst song ever, I'm not a fan of the song either. But I think that that song has many fans.
0: Probably, but no.
1: (laughs) But not you among them.
0: No, I mean you saw the movie High Fidelity, didn't you, with uh, Mm -hmm. John Cusack, where they they have the discussion of you know what I can't remember what the actual genesis of the of what what they brought why they brought it up, but you know, a, a formerly great artist who makes starts making mediocre songs like I just called to say I love you. Do you even recognize that as being something from Stevie Wonder?
1: (laughs) It's not the Stevie Wonder I would listen to.
0: Yeah. It was also a good year for for movie music. There was a concert film. So there was Stop Making Sense, Talking Heads. That came out, I think, in October. It's still probably one of my uh, favorite concert films ever. Mm -hmm. Really great. Also one of my favorite... uh, Films that I still reference. This is Spinal Tap. Came out in eighty uh, four. Made four point seven million in nineteen eighty four. But yeah, it's made a career for uh, for those three guys. Uh, and that,
1: much more money over the years, I would imagine.
0: Yeah, it was also the year of Yentl,
1: <laughs> Barbara Streisand.
0: Yes, award winning movie, Rhinestone with Dolly Parton and Sylvester Stallone. I say award winning because Sylvester Stallone won a Razzie for worst performance. <laughs> Let me guess. It was one of your favorite movies. No. Oh, no. I mean, you are a big Dolly fan. I am. But you know, Sylvester Stallone is singing in this movie. I don't, I don't think I ever saw it probably for the, for a good reason. There was also something weird that, um, that happened. The movie breaking, I'm sorry. The movie break in came out in May and grossed $36 million. Um, what came out in December of that year? A movie. Yes. Very good.
1: (laughs) Oh, it wasn't Die Hard, was it?
0: No. Okay. Here's my break-in came out in May of 1984. What came out in December of 1984? Break-in 2? Yes. The sequel, Electric Boogaloo. So, yeah.
1: Oh, break-in. Break-in. Yes. Not break-in.
0: Oh, yes. Yes.
1: Break in, as in break do, dancing. Do we
0: know the the movie Break In? Is that Break no, In? No, I didn't.
1: That's <laughs> note. Note the confused look on Oh,
0: okay. So yeah, those two movies. The sequel came out uh, less than a year, year, seven months later. I should mention uh, that uh, after we record this, uh, uh, or that that yesterday, Shabadoo, who was in that movie, passed away yesterday. Um, do you know Shabadoo? Do you know like he was in the lockers? Lockers oh. was a dance group that was uh, headed up by Tony Basil and Fr- uh, Fred rerun. Barry was in it. And so was Shabadoo who was in both breaking movies and oh. uh, yes, yeah, so, but he passed away. He was in uh soul train. They show uh, that I saw Don Cornelius introduce Shabadoo or deep Shabadoo. I can't do it, but, yeah. but anyway, yeah. but yeah, Keep
1: Don Cornelius,
0: but yeah, he's doing the the breaking moves. Not an angry dance, but he was doing, he was doing those, uh, like, you know, it was kind of like a robot dancing that, uh, that was so huge in 84 without spinning around. If you weren't spinning on the ground, you were doing robot moves. And that was also part of, uh, breaking, which I had no part of. I just could not do any of that.
1: No, but I loved watching it.
0: Yeah. Ah, all right. So yeah, shout out to Shabadoo 65. So anyway, there were other great movies that, uh, I'll I'll mention before we move on. Uh there was a, it was the year of Scarface and um yes. and then some of my favorites, uh Sixteen Candles came out this yeah. year. Johnny Dangerously, Bachelor Party, uh The Natural, Revenge of the Nerds is a movie that has not aged well at all. Nope. It's uh yeah. The nerds are looking back on it. The nerds were the were the bad people. They really were the I don't want to get into it, but they're you know. They were they were horrible people. The nerds I, taking I think of black you don't remember movie. Oh okay, yeah, yeah, just taking pictures of of nude women and putting on oh, masks. There was like you know sexual abuse. It was terrible, yeah. but we looked at it as being funny back then.
1: So we did a lot of uh, sexual like stuff that we would never accept today. When you say sexual abuse, yeah, misogyny and and so much stuff that that so, we just we laughed at back then.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we did. I'm sure Bachelor Party was the same. I haven't seen Bachelor Party in a long time. I'm sure probably the same thing. But yeah. I remember loving loving that movie as well. Okay, you, Which is probably why memory. I won't watch it again. I just want to have good memories of that that movie.
1: <laughs> you mentioned Johnny Dangerously my, with Michael Keaton. Yes. Was one of the only, might be the only movie I have ever walked out of in my entire life. I saw in the theater and <laughs> I actually walked out and I have never left a movie. Whoa. I'm so easily entertained. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I don't—I can't even remember what it was. But was yeah,
0: it the, oh, I so you heard don't, heard when it. I say fargon ice hole, it doesn't mean anything to you.
1: Yeah, well, yes, I know, but.
0: Okay. It was this gangster, yeah, this gangster that had this accent and I put your belts in a slink. Uh, I, I mean, they were just, doesn't, doesn't matter. <laughs> you walked out on it. Okay. Well, That's what it I, I don't know if it, I mean, it wasn't a great movie. It's one of those like sometimes some comedies like you remember certain lines and like oh my god that was so funny and then you watch it again and going oh this was not a good movie but
1: didn't hold up. But yeah. There was a lot more that happened in 1984.
0: Oh yeah, a lot more. Um a lot. you know there was an election that year. Was there? Yes. It was very close. Would you like to, you know how we focus on the electoral votes and you know how important they are? Do you remember the electoral vote counts in 1984 it was Uh ronald reagan against walter mondale
1: what what was the allora? what what were the electoral vote
0: okay it was it was close because they yeah i mean they had to have a recount and everything because it it really got down to the wire ronald reagan had 525 votes electoral votes to walter mondale's 13 (laughs) ronald reagan won 49 landslide yes ronald reagan won 49 states and Walter Mondale won his home state, barely, in Washington, Washington D.C. Yeah, you don't remember that. That was probably the first, that was the first election I voted in. How about you? Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, that was our first election because we were 19. F- I was 19.
0: Yeah. yeah. And- so anyway, that was a landslide. I believe I voted for Reagan, which kind of plays out. I, you know, It's an 18-year-old living at his parents' house and had no idea what... uh how much a gallon of milk cost, or how much we paid in rent, or you know, just didn't have any worries. Like, all right, it's fine. Life is good. Let's vote for Reagan. So that's what that's what I did, and I think that was the last time I voted Republican.
1: Discussed it with your parents?
0: No, no. I don't know who they voted for that year. Do you know what the average monthly rent was in 1984?
1: Okay, so in 1984, we were uh, six hundred dollars a month.
0: The average was three fifty a month. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, how much would you pay for a gallon of gas?
1: Oh, a dollar.
0: Yeah, dollar ten. That was the average.
1: Okay.
0: Um, supposing you wanted to get uh, a truck, the Dodge Ram fifty truck. How much would you pay?
1: I, I wouldn't. Okay. okay. Zero.
0: All right. So the Chrysler New York. <laughs> suppose a, a Chrysler New Yorker, or let's say you have um. Nope. No. All right. So you got a um. Your boyfriend pulls up. And the Chevrolet Corvette. It's Go.
1: funny you mention that because in 1984, I met a guy in college who drove a yellow Corvette. Oh, yeah. He fell madly in love.
0: Of course but you did.
1: Would he, would he have paid for that back then? Well, he was a drug dealer, so he could have paid a lot of money for it. Okay. Um,
0: Again, good. That all tracks. Corvette. Holly falls in love with him, drug dealer. Perfect. Yeah, that's that pretty much sums up 1984. Okay. Yeah. And, and where Holly was at the time.
1: Does the fact that we were in college negate any of those or balance out any of the other stuff?
0: No, no. I mean, you were college, obli- we were learning. You're oblivious you to everything. That. Much like I voting me voting for Reagan, just kind of, you know, not not aware of anything. You just assume that this guy has a great job and, uh, or, you know, you don't even think about why he can afford um, a, an 84 Corvette, a yellow Corvette in 1984. How much did this, uh, this drug dealer, this, how much plate. did your Scarface boyfriend pay for this?
1: He was so cute. He looked like, of course Michael. he was, and by the way, he had a, a personalized license plate. Of course he that, did. On that yellow Corvette, <sighs> but he paid.
0: It said D R G D L R. Right. Right. <laughs>
1: No, okay. you really, I'll tell you. What. I
0: want to know. Yes, of be course, be I want to.
1: Worse than that.
0: What <makes> was, was it like? It was like Pussy Wagon or something.
1: Not that bad. It was <laughs> nasty guy.
0: <laughs> it could have, pretty much was Pussy Wagon. Okay.
1: And by the way, I didn't know he was a drug dealer back when I had a mad crush on him. I only found out later.
0: Where did you meet this man? Okay, but back to Where? how much of Corvette? No, I want you know to know more about him. He went he to college.
1: My Spanish class in college. <laughs> yes, this is what I'm trying to tell you. He had to be legit because
0: no, even, he was at, in college at Northridge, so not that legit. Did he have a mustache? <laughs> did he have lo- like he had a mullet? Right? Of course he did.
1: Yes, he did. It was kind of I, a modified mullet. I know
0: what he, he looks like. On. Oh my god, your poor parents. Did you ever introduce oh, him to they your parents? Think about him. Of course not.
1: No, I never even dated him. He didn't like me.
0: Oh, you had.
1: <laughs> he was the reason. Okay, so this was 1983, and it was I was in at CSUN, California State University Northridge, and at Christmas winter break, I actually bought my very first answering machine because I thought that he might. Call- he asked for my phone number, my landline, and I thought he might call me. So I bought an answering machine. But I probably still stayed home the entirety of the break, thinking that he might call me.
0: And he never called you? No. Nope.
1: He may have called I, once, but there was nothing to it.
0: Okay. Uh, and, you, of course, you've looked him up on Facebook to see where he is now. What's he, what's he doing?
1: I have not looked him up. But
0: what? That's what him. Facebook is for.
1: I, I Here I go.
0: All right. Here we go. <laughs> Looking up our, our guy, our Corvette uh, Scarface. Nasty guy. I wonder if
1: he's dead. I wonder if he's, <laughs>
0: I I wonder if if he's dead. <laughs> oh all right
1: well i don't think he lives in fullerton i wouldn't guess that (laughs) all right (laughs) the guy who lives in fullerton with this name is wearing a cowboy hat so i don't think that's him
0: i don't know i mean you know some time has passed
1: nope because he's also celebrating his 41st anniversary wow that could be him yeah it's only dog pictures though i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to do some research and maybe we can discuss this on the next episode all right there seem to be a lot of farmers with this name because here's one with a tractor <laughs> yeah we're going to we're gonna uh we're gonna need to research this further so stay tuned I, this will be in an episode all right episode. i we'll know you know what happened to my yellow corvette hunk I w- dylan look-alike from college
0: i won't let steve know that you're looking up uh going through your past life <laughs> and wondering whatever happened to that's what you, that's that was the first thing that I started doing when you know Facebook came out like oh where's this person where's that person like oh.
1: did that but uh, you know I think that somebody might told me that he might have ended up in jail okay so maybe if we know inc- anybody on, in the prison system we can we can have them look him up
0: okay <laughs> you can pick him so yeah I'm sure he had to sell the uh, the Corvette for. Uh, at one point bail? to, to pay for what? Yeah. For the pay for bail. How much did he pay?
1: So he paid in for 19- the Corvette. He paid, he paid
0: in cash.
1: <laughs> in a suitcase.
0: Yes. A suitcase. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: $25,000.
0: Yeah. Good guess. It was, uh, yeah. $24,000. Good, good times.
1: <laughs> Love it.
0: I know. Well, as Holly steps into the Corvette looking, uh, super fly fresh in her mini skirt and, uh, and and puffy. (laughs) Oh, you never got into the the Corvette probably for the best. Yeah. Thankfully. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Oh, regrets. Regrets, huh? Regrets. I never got inside the Corvette. (sighs) Uh, (laughs) Oh man. Well, Holly's going to be, uh, while Holly looks him up on Facebook and, uh, or does a, does a deep dive into whatever happened to this guy. Uh, we should wrap up this episode so she can get to work.
1: Yes. Thank you. I'm gonna check the prison system first.
0: Okay. Nice.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. So wow, that was nineteen eighty four in a nutshell.
0: Yeah, okay. Not quite a nutshell. Um yeah, so I invite you uh, to continue listening because now we're going to dig into 1984 from KROQ. This is the station that Holly and I were listening to probably uh, full time. Uh, whenever we stepped into the car, whenever we were in our room, when we weren't spinning uh, records in our room, we were listening to the radio, and uh, KROQ was there.
1: And I cannot wait to start talking about these songs. I'm so I'm waiting to look at the chart myself because I wanna I want to. Uh,
0: prolong the excitement <laughs> very good so anyway i uh, i invite you to uh to check this that uh, out uh if you want to go back that we d- the other thing this that, and the other thing if you want to go back in time even further we did this with 1983 82 81 and 80 not as it not as in depth as we we've kind of developed this format as we've moved along but uh, yeah, we're going to do 10 song chunks in this uh, these next episodes. We'll probably get some guests in there. We invite uh, you to comment on what you've heard, what you want to hear, what you have heard, what you think, any sort of uh, comment that comes into your head. How concerned you are for Holly, for, for a 19-year-old Holly who's, uh, who's still wondering what what became of this uh, mustachio, the, the mustachio Lothario who drives the 84, the yellow 84 Corvette. All right, so until next week, this is Dave.
1: This is Holly. Check you later. Over and out.
2: It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football.